Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. And this is actually a new horror movie, a new release, which released on Netflix. It's a straight-to-Netflix movie. It's called The Open House. Uh, so we will start spoiler-free, as we always do. We'll give you a spoiler warning before we get into spoilers. Uh, somewhere in the middle, so don't worry too much about that. And uh, we're going to get into it. So, what is The Open House? Actually, first of all, Tim. I feel like sometimes, yeah. Tim, you don't say anything until I ask you the question, like, you know, two or three minutes in. So just to break that, that trend a little bit and actually, mm-hmm. you know, di- divert the, the opening. How are you? How's your, how's your week? Having a nice weekend? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Uh, did a show yesterday with my friend um that was fun uh oh and we um uh saw some friends had a housewarming party uh and they had a a playstation vr uh which uh it was really fun um so yeah having a nice weekend well when you say you did a show i know what you mean by that but explain Mm -hmm. to the audience what you mean by you did a show uh, it was um, I, I, I do I, I dabble in the stand-up world from time to time. Uh, this one technically wasn't stand-up; it was more like a storytelling show. But it was uh, out here in Los Angeles. It was um, a, it was called the Best Friends Show, where they had two friends come up and tell a story together. So me and my friend went up and did that. Oh, interesting. What was the worst heckle you've ever had? Oh, um, if you can repeat the language, that because <laughs> you may not be able. To. <laughs> um. Worst heckle. See, I, I think um I don't know, my stuff is kinda weird and awkward, so I don't get like a lot of you know, like you know, boo you suck kind of heckles. Uh, I just get um like I don't know I I think maybe like the worst one of the worst shows um I ever had was just uh I was opening for like an R rated hypnotist, so already it's not like off to a great start or whatever an r-rated hypnotist yeah i've uh, never heard that <laughs> phrase before in my life but continue uh and and the show was just not going well it was just like you know it was only 10 minutes but there was like no laughter whatsoever and it, it, not really a heckle but like at the end it's like uh i said well guys uh, i got good news uh that's it for me and like the crowd just like erupted like in applause and like yeah <laughs> woo like thank god uh so i i don't know i, I guess kind of not a heckle but <laughs> it's I, I, something that stands out it's one of the worst first of all i feel bad because that, that's hot that sounds awful uh secondly I like that your plan typically is to make your joke so weird that you, you you've you've basically just confused the audience enough that they can't even heckle. They're, they're so they're so taken aback by the the weird shit you're saying to them that they can't even muster yeah. up a sense. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's almost heckle proof. It's almost uh, it's it's a lot of self deprecating stuff. So it's kind of hard to be like when you're telling a joke and you're like, "Hey, I suck," and people are like, "Yeah, you." Oh wait, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. All right, well, we'll see if this movie's heckle-proof, because we're going to talk about The Open House. Uh, so, what is The Open House? The Open House is about a, a mother and son who, the, the, the husband dies, he gets hit by a, a, a car or, or something, like a van, a truck, whatever it is, at the start of the movie, and they have, they're, they're really uh, struggling financially, so they move into uh, the mother's sister's house, which, which she's selling currently, but they can still live there, they can still make use of it for the time being. Uh, the only rule, of course, is that on a Sunday, it's an open house for people to come in and check out the house, so they have to leave uh, whilst the, the realtor sort of shows them around and that kind of thing. And 
creepy things start happening around the house, implying that someone might be there that's not meant to be, someone who may have stayed in the house from the open house. Mm -hmm. uh, is kind of the gist of the movie. And there's maybe hints of other things going on throughout and other things going on. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, it star stars uh, Dylan Minnette, who I actually have seen in a few things recently. He he was in the Goosebumps movie. He was in that oh, Netflix yeah. show, Thirteen Reasons Why. He he's one of these kids who play. He, he's still young enough to play teenagers, so he's doing a lot of that right now. But I feel like I've seen him in a lot of things uh, over the last couple of years in that kind of role. Uh, but that, that's uh, so Tim. I'll, I'll ask the question. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Actually, see before I ask the question, I want to just give you a bit of back background on just before I watch this. I happen to just check. Like, it wasn't Rotten Tomatoes, but I, ch I, I think I checked IMDb mm -hmm. before I watched it. Mm -hmm. And it had a very low rating. And I glanced at the reviews, and the reviews were tearing it apart and calling it one of the <laughs> worst things they'd ever seen. <laughs> so, with that in mind, I asked you the question, Tim. Uh, how, how, how did you feel about The Open House? Did I like... No, that's a good question. Um, here's... No, I did not... Um... I did not like this. Uh, I, when I was done watching it, I was kind of like, you know, whatever. It, it's, you know, it, it wasn't great, but I was just like, okay, fine. But as I like started thinking about it more and more, I got really pissed off about it because it is just, <laughs> it is like the definition of mediocrity. Like it is so bland and generic that it actually like pissed me off more like i think that you know like on like technical levels and stuff there really isn't anything like you know that bad like but it's just like the plot's generic you know the characters there's like nothing interesting about them um i find uh, the movie was so emotionally predictable like i say that because you know, I didn't know exactly what was going to happen in the plot, but you just tell, like, from the music and stuff exactly what they wanted you to feel at that moment. And, you know, it, you could tell, like, all the beats that were coming, like, all right, the son and the mom are going to have a fight. Like, you knew the dad was going to die in the beginning. You knew that, you know, oh, in this scene, that, you know, it's going to get intense, but there's going to be nothing. It was just everything about it was, like, just so bland. It was really frustrating to me. Yeah, it was really obvious that I was going to die in the beginning. Although, to be fair to it, I am pretty sure if you watch the trailer, you know in the trailer yeah. that the dad dies at the start. So, I don't know if I can really criticise it for making it obvious that the dad was going to die when that's the premise of the movie, yeah. is that yeah. everything happens because he dies. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I actually kind of agree with what you just said. I, I think mm. reading that it was one of the worst things ever made by several comments on the internet before I watched it set me up for a complete turd and. It's not a turd. It's just kind of no. a middling movie. No, that's. I think yeah. that's like way extreme, and I think that's just kind of the way the internet is nowadays. Everything's either yeah, the worst or the probably. best. Well, I think because this is the thing. The main reason why a lot of the comments I saw on the internet were were pissed at it was that oh, it's, they set up things and didn't pay it in. Like I almost feel like the one thing they were complaining about is the one thing that I kind of almost liked about the movie, <laughs> but everything okay. else is what I thought was <laughs> bland and like generic mm -hmm. and whatever else. Uh, but we'll, we'll get into, into, into the details. I'll say this, though. If you think this is one of the worst things you've ever seen, you have not seen that many bad movies. You, you have not seen the shit yeah. we've seen. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, like, on a technical level, there really isn't 
you know much that's bad yeah like, i mean it, you know, it, the, it looks like a movie it, it, it looks yeah. professionally made it's not the, the greatest direction in the world it's, it's bland but it looks like a movie yeah. like it, it's not like hard to watch like yeah i, I think I think that's a terms of like really bad movies when you're watching it and it's like, you know, there's something about this that makes me want to shut this off. Like with this, it's like, all right, it's a little boring and generic or whatever, but I can sit through it. But Here, here's you know, the thing, you- though. I, I don't actually think that for a chunk of it, it's that bad because I think for a chunk of it, you're like, okay, it's setting things up. Let's see where we go with mm-hmm. this. It's not until later on where you kind of realize that, that some of the things, because there were several things I was thinking early on in this movie that, oh, there's, there's really this going on. And then it turned out to not be really that at all, or really anything other than the the, the exact o- obvious of what's happening is happening, because mm-hmm. uh, they, they, they they did something very specific at the start of the movie, and I thought it was a big indicator of something for the rest mm-hmm. of it. Uh, I can't go into it too much without spoilers, but I, I will say right. in the spoiler-free section that there's a they make a big deal early on where he takes out his contact lenses and they make it like it's real close-ups of his eye and he's taking out his lenses and it's really kind of disgusting to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a reason why I don't have contact lenses; I don't want to be yeah. touching the eye. And... I, lo- I looked away from the screen. I I, yeah. I can't handle like people getting that close to no. eyeballs. <laughs> no, no. Uh, my my good old-fashioned spectacles uh, serve me well, and I am happy to keep them. Uh, but hey, so so they do they make such a big deal of this, and then he's on his glasses for most of the movie. After that, after his dad dies, I, I was thinking they were doing something thematic with the like, you know, like seeing things for what they really are, and like the, I, mean, I, I was thinking for a long time in the movie that things weren't what they seem. I, I honestly mm. thought for a long time that he was going crazy and that everything was just mm. in his head, uh, and he was being paranoid. I really thought it was going that route at one point. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's just exactly what the, the movie's <laughs> kind of pretending this happened is happening. I mean, honestly, I'm not really sure what exactly this movie is going for. Um, we'll get more into it in, in spoilers, but like, mm-hmm. you know, like by the end, I was kind of like, huh, like, okay, like I thought, like, oh, like there's some interesting ideas here, but it doesn't feel like. I don't know, this movie it's, really yeah. executed anything it's well. Not, it's not fully developed. The execution is kind of lacking. There's one or two okay moments. I, th- I think that there's, there's a couple of creepy moments that kind of... They, they, they work because they're tried and true methods and they kind of mm-hmm. function on their own well enough. But they, you, know, you don't really care about the movie that much, so it's just hard to get too invested. Um, here's the thing, though. I actually kind of like this idea. The, the core idea of the movie, and when I say the core idea, I mean mm-hmm. simply the idea that there's an open house and someone stays in the house from the open house. And I like that core you, idea. I mean, and if you weren't totally sure what the premise of the movie was, at one point, the main character, like, literally <laughs> says it out loud. Oh, like, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> like, that, I thought that was so cringeworthy. Like, he just turns, like, you know, to the other characters, like, have you ever thought about open houses? They're kind of creepy. Blah, blah. <laughs> and I, I, I screamed at my screen. I was like, yes, we know what the movie's about. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus like Christ. I think the core idea is fine. You, you could get like a really creepy version of Hydra in the House, the the classic Gary Busey movie, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, which you know, like I I, I could you know I, I I I think there's potential there. I like the idea of someone in the house at night when they're asleep and you know whatnot. The movie just the movie really wants to play it as a serious drama with creepy th- moments, mm-hmm. uh, and the results kind of odd. And it, it's obsessed with red herrings. There's like there's like a few red herring characters yeah. where it's like, oh, this this could be the creepy killer, or this could be the creepy killer, or this could be the uh, tries so hard. <laughs> I say yeah, I say it's... killer. There's there's been there's been no killing up until that point in the movie. Yeah. No, it's actually quite late in the movie before anyone's uh, injured in any way. Yeah, 
I, I will say, uh, as a person who uh, you know has recently been house hunting, uh, you know, last I year, thought you were, I thought you were going to say as a person who's been recently killing people, <laughs> <laughs> or as well, a person I, who recently hid in the house after an open yeah. house. <laughs> well, you know what you're supposed to do when you kill someone, right? You got to get that acid, baby. Um, <laughs> Callback from tales um, which they uh, won't see yet because this goes up first but yeah yeah that's fine Tim. that's fine you, you make references to future discussions of tales from the crypt you do that um what the hell is i saying oh yeah uh we i i've been to a lot of open houses recently and they they're making way too big a deal about this uh first of all almost every open house i've been to the owners have still been there that's they make it seem like they have to leave. Like when the open house is there, like the realtor is like, "Get the fuck out of here! What are you doing?" Like, it's no, it's not, it's not like that. You go knowing there are still people there. That's that's not a big deal. Um, that said, it makes it reminds me of a scene from early on in Lethal Weapon Three. I don't know if you recall this, but I've never that, seen any Lethal Weapon movie. Really. Yeah, oh, that shocks me, Tim. That shocks me. That's something to do this Christmas because the first one's set at Christmas, so you could you have a Christmas marriage. It's not a it's not a horror movie. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> Tim, Shane Black action comedy. It's worth worth it. Seriously, uh, uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so but this is the start of Lethal Weapon three. Uh, Leo has become a has become a realtor, and he's trying to sell the house for them. And the entire time he's showing this couple around the house. And it's very funny because he's describing all this damage that was repaired from the second, because the second movie, like, a lot of it got wrecked and stuff. Uh, okay. But he, he's sort of selling the house. But the entire time, there's this sort of comical bit where Danny Glover and his family are hiding in the kitchen and they don't want to be seen by the people buying the house. It reminds me of that. Are you talking about this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you're saying it doesn't matter. They can, they can admit there's people living no. in the house. Uh, that's, uh... Yeah, like, yeah. A, a lot of the open houses I've gone to, it's been, like, the... You know the family has still been there, and they're, they're the ones that like show you around, and you can ask questions of them. I mean, you know, it's not every open house is like that. Yeah, yeah, some are, you know, just blank and stuff. But it's it's really not a big deal. Well, yeah, if like, no one's living there, if it's a new house that no one's moved yeah. into yet, then yeah, obviously it'll like, just be empty. Like obviously, you don't want people walking around in their underwear or whatever. But yeah, just the way the realtors were like, you have to get out of here. You can't come back for five hours. And I was like, give me a break, jeez. I liked how there was nothing to do in the the, the, the little town because this is like fairly out in the middle of nowhere, they're kind of yeah. in the woods. There was like nothing out to do. It was like a little diner they go to, yeah. Uh, and that's that's kind of that's, that's that's what they do. And they go to the mall, uh, and and uh, young what's his name Logan is the the, the main teenager. He uh, he's upset because his mother is ki- she's not really flirting like the guy's kind of flirting with her, but she's just kind of being you know, pleasant and just sort of, like, yeah. making small talk. And he gets really upset. He's like, oh, come, will I do you? I mean, admittedly, okay, sure, the dad just died recently, but uh, he's over-reading into the situation. But, um, so, yeah, you got some things. Do you know what I like is I think there's a couple of effective things here or there, right? I think there's one or two of effective things in the ending. And I thought there was a big thing it was doing... Over the course of the movie, where it's like, oh, because he sees his dad get hit, and he, maybe there's this whole thing where he's not, he's not quick enough to get to him. Like, because he, he's, he's a runner, right? He, he wants to go mm-hmm. in the Olympics, that's his dream. So at the start of the movie, you see that he's he's running, and he's, his dad like stops to stopwatch. He's like, oh, five minutes and seven seconds, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then later on, when he's running outside the new house, 
the mum stopped watching him, and it's like, oh, five minutes thirty-five. You didn't, you didn't do it. He's getting slower. Uh, I, I also suspected that the dad was maybe padding the, the time a bit, like he was intentionally starting the, the watch late to make him look better. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> but not a big thing. It was just kind of like, oh, maybe he's, he's cushioning it to, so he'll feel good about himself. But he, uh, he's getting slow because then the next time he's running and the mum's got the stopwatch, he actually like uh, stops and throws up. He can't finish. And I thought it was like I thought one of two things. One, okay, is the person in the house like slipping on pills or something, putting stuff in his food to like make him sick or something, you know, mm-hmm. you know, something that would physically change him, or is it thematic and it's that he just can't get there quick enough? This like, uh, and I thought it was building up to this idea. The whole movie and this could have worked fairly well. Where the whole movie is about him having to save his mum at the end, where because his mother is like in danger and he has to be the hero, he has to rescue her. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going there, and. We'll save it for spoilers, but that gets thrown all out the window uh, mm-hmm. at, at one point where it completely does something else uh, yeah. for no reason. But. Yeah, I think you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're, you're giving this movie more credit than it deserves well, about like thinking about a lot of this. Well, because it was playing everything like a serious drama, so I was thinking yeah. that things represented stuff. I, I was really trying to think about it and say, okay, what's this movie doing? Is there more mm-hmm. going on? And I think there's a few things that intentionally, the stuff with the eyes and that he might be going crazy and that his mum mm-hmm. thinks he's, 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 he's imagining things and that he's the one like hiding things around the house and turning off the hot water. Like, I'm like there's, there's clearly some hints in here that there's something else going on and I feel like it, it has a lot of little set-up things that could lead to something and then it just doesn't pay off any of them mm-hmm. uh, at yeah. the end. Speaking of his running, they do this one shot that I feel like I've just seen in movies like, so many times where you know it's running and the camera's following him and then you know he he, he kind of has to stop in the middle of the road and then the camera keeps going and, and like even stuff like that i just felt like this is, i've seen this before you know it's just everything about it just nothing like was screamed originality you know to me at all Two of my cats little are ready to fight right behind the monitor. I'm just watching it right now. Uh, the the eyes have been made. Oh no! Right, first first contact. Oh god. Okay. Up. Right. It's all it's all going down. Right. Cats. One. Down. Money. Shift. All right. There we go. <laughs> uh, disaster. Uh, f- catastrophe, if you will, behind the computer screen. Uh, don't roll your eyes at that. That's a, that's a time honored pun. Time honored. <laughs> Alright, let's give a spoiler warning so we can talk about things. I mean, this is the weird thing. I feel like there's normally a lot of things we talk about. I think I'll give it credit. I'll say the actors are pretty good. The lead two actors, I think, are, are good actors. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll they feel natural. Um, yeah. So I think the acting's solid. This is the thing. Everything's very, very professional. It's just a really bland script with a really bland story with shitty kind of bland ending <laughs> for, for some reason uh me and melissa kept thinking that there was like something going on b- between the son and the mom <laughs> like you thought incest was going to be where it was going <laughs> i don't know it seemed like uh i don't know like when, when they're eating like when they're out to eat and stuff it seemed like very it seemed more like a date than a mother-son thing um i don't know I, yeah i think that's you on you guys and your weird thought process <laughs> Um, admittedly the whole thing where like she can't afford to pay for it so he gets his money out and pays for it was kind of weird it was like uh, he's paying for her dinner now she's running around all over the house in a towel and everything oh yeah there's actually one scene where he like comes into the the bathroom uh, after she like streamed because the the water went cold and Mm -hmm. he he basically gets a glimpse of her full full frontal 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and she like quickly wraps the towel and says, "Oh, sorry, mom." And I'm like, "I'm sorry." If I walked in with my mother and saw like that, even for a, a glimpse, I would be like distraught for weeks. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I'd be catatonic. I'd be staring into like a, a yeah. blank wall, just like, try to like erase it from my mind. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe he, that's why he was like so jealous of uh, of Chris. <laughs> that's why I didn't want her <laughs> talking to him. It's like as my mother, yeah. a boy's best friend is mother. I'm, yeah. um, you know, you know what I thought was strange. Um, the so the car hits the dad in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I think they mention like you know that they're at a uh, like a wake or something, and uh, I think you know someone just kind of mentions in the background like oh like the driver had a heart attack and like drove into him or whatever. I was like, I didn't even hear that. I didn't notice that. This is news to me. Yeah, uh, I, I was like, that, that seems like so like frivolous. Right, Why? Like, yeah, he could have just been hit by a car. Doesn't? <laughs> do they not want us to feel bad? He stepped driver, out. He like, stepped out in the road and like car yeah. hit him. Is I wasn't really blaming the driver necessarily. Yeah. Like it was fine. Here, uh, here's the thing. Talking about setting stuff up that never pays goddamn off, right? So we're in spoilers, right? This, this isn't yeah. that spoiler, but I'm just for for future sake, we're in spoilers now, right? So he goes to the store at the start, and he's like, and you see that they're arguing about money when he comes back out into the, the kitchen, and he's like, hey, mm-hmm. kid, I'm going to go and get some uh, some eggs. Uh, do you want to come? And as they're leaving, uh, Naomi, his mum, uh, says, hey, get get milk as well, we need milk, right? <laughs> and they go to the store, and we follow the dad inside the store, he goes, to, he goes to the fridge section, and he pulls out the eggs, and he just walks away, and then the camera tilts down to the milk. He's not yeah. got the milk, right? <laughs> and I, like, I, I I don't know how I expected this to pay off, but I was expecting something like, and I guess all it's doing is showing that he doesn't listen and he's a, a shitty dad, and this kind of like, or a shitty husband, and this kind of comes up later where she kind of blames him for all the financial problems. He's like, oh, the reason yeah. why we are so screwed is because of everything he did before he died, mm. right? Fine, but it made such an emphasis on it that I thought there was going to be some dramatic payoff to like, and I, then, I, I don't know. It's strange, and then. Um... Like in the middle of the movie, there's another scene where they're at like a, you know, like another convenience store or whatever, and she's buying stuff, and you know they show her walk by or grab something from the you know dairy aisle, and then it shows milk there as well, and it kind of lingers on the milk Which, for a second. Like, and this is the thing, I I thought the payoff was going to be that in this scene she was going to go and reach for the milk, but she would yeah. pause, and it'd be like this little <laughs> moment where it reminds her of her husband, right? It's not a big thing, but that would have paid off the earlier moment with the milk, where she goes to get it, and she's yeah. like, that bastard never brought milk home. He never had milk on him when he died. <laughs> that asshole. Right? Or some, you know, like just, yeah. whether it was dramatic, whether it was funny, I thought that would be the payoff, would be like a little moment where she realises that he never had the milk, or or she'd yeah. feel guilty maybe for sending him to get milk and eggs. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, something, right? Yeah. No. Nothing. It's just, it's just like, here's milk again. <laughs> Got milk! This movie has milk! Uh, it, it's yeah it, it's weird like um again i just feel like uh you know other than like being able to you know shoot the scenes and get like good actors i feel like this movie doesn't know what it's doing in terms of like the yeah like i said uh, just te- and plots and like stuff and technically it is again it's professionally made it's fine yeah <laughs> and then but like the actual story and plot and the content is just ugh. and mm. So, by the way, just this is a minor weird thing with the milk. <laughs> Based on my own experience, I, I thought it was interesting that the store had to, with the milk 
maybe both times in this movie. You know how you have the different coloured caps for the different, you know, you know mm-hmm. for the different kinds of milk, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It alternated in the rows. It was like, you know, here's all the red caps in the yellow, then a row of red. It was, they made like a pattern out of it, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. I've only ever seen like just all, all the red, then all the yellow, then all the... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know it's cool that they do at the... Uh... Um, there's a grocery store right here called Ralph's uh, and I, they don't do it at everyone, but some of the ones I went to, uh, I guess maybe other grocery stores do it as well, but they take uh, soda and, um, you know, like they'll have like the kind of the long 12 packs hmm. uh, of soda or whatever that are in like those cardboard boxes. Uh, they'll like stack different sodas um, and kind of make like pictures out of them. So like a lot of times it'll be like, for football teams or something they'll like uh make a logo by yeah stacking like different sodas and colors and stuff out of it that i'm sound, always impressed by it that sounds like a couple of really really bored staff members oh i'm sure yeah they're just like let's just make an image out of the, the soda that's, that's the that's that's what today's job is and i'm always impressed by it though like yeah they'll do it like yeah for like you know football teams and then like during halloween and stuff and i was like oh that's cool and then, but then I'm always kind of tempted to like actually just take one from there and like just, just ruin it. <laughs> well, it's product that it has to be sold. That's, yeah. I mean, you know, there's all the stores buying these in just so they can make like fancy designs. <laughs> well, that was the convenience store tangent of the episode out of the way, so we can, we can move on to, uh, <laughs> to other things. So yeah, so like I was saying, I, I was thinking, okay, so the, the thematic thing in this episode is that he keeps getting slower. He wasn't quick enough to save his dad, so he, he keeps having these flashes to it, and it was these flashes to it mixed with the whole uh, contact lens thing in the glasses. Uh, it was that was making me think he wasn't seeing things clearly. Maybe the world, like he was going crazy, and everything was kind of not really happening. Oh, uh, and and this annoyed me too. They they do this thing that they do in every movie where the teenager discovers this old song that oh they love so much and it's like oh this this obscure old song no one's ever heard of except for me and yeah he's listening to it and it's fitting into like his life and you know giving him flashbacks of his dad and stuff i was like give me a break <laughs> i mean not not my uh not my thing Oh, actually, I just noticed the both directors. It's co-directed by two people, uh, Matt Angel and Suzanne Coote. Uh They both have cameos. Do you remember the the cop who's a really bad actor who comes over and like tells them that yeah. just just to like you know everything's fine, you know, just be kids. Yeah, uh, that was that was one director, and then okay. the waitress in the the diner was the other director. Oh, okay. So they they gave themselves cameos. Oh, interesting. They're like Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But <laughs> <Like> shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I was talking about the end. So, so I'm thinking. Okay, so take away the idea that he's crazy away, right? So take away that. What's left? Okay, so the whole the thematic idea. He was too slow to, to save his dad, so he's going to have to save his mom. He's going to be quick enough to save her at the end. That that's that's what's going to happen. Instead, he stabs her. Yeah, this is so so dumb. He accidentally um, stabs his mother. Here's the thing. So he's, you know, his mom's in the basement. She's screaming. He, you know, goes down to, you know, help her. And he's wandering through the basement. It's dark. Uh, you know, it, it's silent. You know, he has a knife out. And then his mom, like, jumps from the corner and screams. And then he stabs her. I was like, why? Like, why are you jumping out and screaming? I'm like, you know, it's all silent up until then. Why at no point are you just, like, 
Logan, I'm here. Like, you know, I'm not going to jump out at you. Like, don't stab mm. me. Like, like this was – it felt so forced. He's also to... he's also shivering the entire time because he, he was dumped in water outside in the snow when he got knocked yeah. out. Joe, uh, Joe, you know, you know the one bit of credit I'll give it because Chris stays over this night in the couch and we find Chris dead in the, the car uh, with his mm. throat slit. That's kind of the first casualty. Um, the one thing I'll give it credit for, I do actually kind of like the uh, how, how the killer sort of reveals he's there to the to the mother. I mean, part of it's contrived. I don't like the contrived part, but I do like the idea that he lies next to her in the bed and she just thinks yeah. it's him. It's her, it's her son because they've arranged to sleep in the same bed that night. Maybe adding to your credence to your theory that. <laughs> uh, there's some incest brewing uh, eventually, but uh, so, so so she's there and he's, he's lying and I'll say the bed. That's cr- kind of creepy. It works. It's a fine idea. It's not original necessarily, but yeah. it, it works. Uh, and then she's like, oh, I developed some th- photos. Which, by the way, 20, 2017, 2018 <laughs> Who's developing th- photos anymore? Yeah. Like, uh, how yeah. old's a camera? This is insane. I, I, whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I think he was saying like, oh, like you can still like go after your dream or whatever. And like, as I, I have some friends who, uh, you know, wanted to be photographers, and it's just like, in this day and age, like it's good luck. You know, it it is rough when everyone just uses their cell phones and everything. So. Yeah, Good luck with her if she wants to do that. But the thing is, though, I mean, I know these, these, the, the, you know, this mum and son are uh, financially in a rough place, so maybe not them specifically. But you can act, it's not actually that expensive to get a pretty decent camera if you want to do get into photography. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're all digital now, so I can only assume she's she's using an old camera, which is fair enough. But yeah. how many places are open that develop photos now, especially in this small True. town that you know doesn't have a lot of people? <laughs> Uh, it just feels a bit far-fetched. But anyway, so that's not even the contrived part, though. Like, I mean, I, I poke some holes in it there, sure. But the contrived part is the, the 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 killer, which, by the way, I thought it was a bit weird that we never really get much of her actually taking the photos to like establish that she was really going around taking photos again. I felt like that was yeah. a scene that was missing, like where we saw her like actually take some shots of birds or whatever, and you know, doing, doing her thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she's she's she, she's looking up to go to the toilet. She comes back and she's still kind of awake. So she she so, you know what? I think I'll choose this exact moment. To look at the photos that I had developed, not not when I got them, not in the car before I started driving home when I first got them. I thought, oh, I'll have a look through my photos. No, no, yeah. it's when he's lying next to her in the bed that she decides this is the moment, this is the exact moment where she wants to look through her photos, and then finds, of course, that half of the photos were taken by the killer of her and her son sleeping at night in bed, and then turns to what she thinks is her son and is like, Logan, we need to. Oh no, you're not Logan. And then you know, yeah. chaos ensues. So here's a big issue I, I had with the movie. Um, so do we want to spoil the ending like right now? Like, like yeah, okay. that's true. So, yeah, we're spoilers. Spoiler, spoiler alert! Like you said, there's all these like red herrings. Like, is it this guy? Is it this guy? Is it the creepy realtor assistant? Is it the crazy, uh, you know, Alzheimer's, uh, uh, Alzheimer's neighbor? Yeah. Martha. Uh, <laughs> crazy <laughs> Martha, who loves uh, <laughs> the house through the woods. Yes. Yeah, so there's all these red herrings, and then uh, surprise, in the end, it ends up being nobody we know. Uh, so my issue with that, which I, I think that is kind of an interesting idea to you know, be all like, uh, is it this person, is this person? Like, no, it's just a complete stranger. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, see, my... I, 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 admittedly, I don't know if I like, like that they have all these red herrings, admittedly, but... Mm-hmm. Typically speaking, when it comes to this kind of thing, I actually like it when it's a randomer. Do you, you, yeah. there's, there's like, with no motive, it's just someone who's a killer. I kind of like that. There's kind of a, a, a creepiness to that. Um, yes. 
I also like, I do kind of appreciate that they never show his face. It's this kind of thing is, and I think for me there's a moment where Logan clearly sees his face, but we don't. And at that moment, I knew we were never going to see his face because yeah. that would be the moment to show us when he finds out who it is. Oh yeah, I think so. um, uh, Melissa was saying. Uh, I, th- I think she looked at some stuff online and like, I guess like a couple of people are saying like, can we just say it was the plumber? <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, because I guess people just wanted an answer. Yeah, uh, so that's the thing. I, I don't have a problem with not having an answer. I actually kind of like that you're just a mysterious stranger. I'm, I'm cool with yeah. that idea. Uh, the problem is, is they'll be spending some time on these red herrings, which feels like a waste of time. Uh, well, in hindsight, and then the, the ending is just too abrupt. Like, because I, I, I thought this is actually going to be something that I had a, I had an idea for a long time ago. Long, long time ago, and um, and and in high school even, I, I had an idea for a, a horror movie. I had a script that I was working on. Never finished it, oh. admittedly. But, uh, <laughs> and it was kind of like a, a Breakfast Club meets Halloween, right? So it was like, you know, one night in a school, group of kids on their own, they're setting up like a dance or something like that, and there's a killer in the school going around killing them off one by one. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing is, no, no, the killer's random. We don't know who it is. We never really get a, a full, full proper answer. But at the end of the movie, I had this idea where after the killer kills the last person, like he would, he would succeed, he'd kill everyone. We'd follow mm-hmm. him home, and we'd see that the, the killer would get in, and he'd have kids and a wife. He'd have like a normal life. Yeah. And that, that'd be kind of like the creepy, eerie kind of ending. Like, yeah, I mean, you can argue how good that, good that is. But mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, maybe they'll do something like that at the end here. We'll see that he's just a normal guy or something and whatever. Uh, or, or something else. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Instead, it just quickly cuts to him uh, his car driving past another open house sign as if this is what he does he goes around the country <laughs> going into open houses to kill the people open house killer <laughs> uh, you might, I, I one, tell you. one might say it's an open shot case oh there you go uh, so here's my issues with it so uh, first of all I agree yeah the I, I don't think the problem of having like having red herrings is fine whatever if it wasn't like this movie is forcing it down your throat being like like you know we want you to think it might be this person or this person like it it feels like way too much but um the issue that i had is they kind of make it seem like the um killer is obsessed like with the family Mm. uh because they show a scene where you know she finds a photo that's like all cut up um and then, like, there's, you know, that one scene where they come home and it looks like, you know, he prepared a dinner. Like, he wanted them all to, you know, sit down and have dinner together. Which is why they call the cops, because someone clearly had been here and done something. Yeah. And so, and my thing with that is, how long have they been in this house for someone to become, like, obsessed with them? Well, that, like, that's why I think you have an expectation that it's not just some random or you, you think it's someone yeah. who knew them from... I, I'll be honest, Tim, there was part of me thinking if they reveal this as the dad, I, I was going <laughs> to riot. Like, because this is the thing, though, I was actually expecting them to have that bullshit twist that somehow the dad's yeah. not dead and somehow it's the dad who's the killer and he's obsessed with them. Like, I almost thought they were going to do that at one point. <laughs> that would be crazy. Not because it's a good idea, but just because I was like, well, yeah. it kind of feels like it might be set up for that. And I think this is yeah. the problem, is that it sets up so many little things for so many different ideas that ultimately at the end, when it does nothing with any mm. of them, it just like quickly... like like I, I thought Logan's death, because he, after his mum dies, he just runs out into the woods and he hides for a little bit. Uh, and then he, like, he gets found at sort of dawn and we don't even see yeah. him die. We just kind of cut away and then he's dead. Yeah, uh, that was that was like real dumb. Although, I think maybe 
credit I'll give the movie, like the one kind of like, ooh, this is like a good like unsettling scene is when the killer like bends down and takes out his contact lenses. I thought like, ooh, that was that's like you know kind of like disturbing and unsettling. yeah, yeah. And obviously we know his vision is quite bad without them. It's not like he because I can take off my glasses and I like I don't like reading things that are smaller hard, but I don't have trouble with vision like i can see yeah. you i can see things around me i can cross the street with my glasses i'm fine uh but we see that his vision is quite bad we see it's quite blurry and it's night time of course so he's kind of given him a handicap almost yeah yeah so there's a couple of okay moments I, that, that's a good sort of tense moment i like him lying in the bed next to the next to the mom uh i like i mean like i said the photo thing is contrived as shit but the the actual <laughs> image of him like sneaking in and lying down next to her is actually quite creepy uh I think it did that thing where it relied a little bit too much. There's actually a few moments where I thought that would have been even more effective if you didn't have the loud music sting to go along with the uh, the moment. There was yeah, a few uh, of those. They definitely read, like, I don't know, Jump Scare 101 yeah. or, or something because everything is punctuated by a loud music sting in this. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, it's so predictable where, like, there's a scene... Uh, in the beginning when they're first exploring the house and he's walking down this kind of like uh, the basement's kind of like you know stone cobbles and stuff and, and he's walking and the music's getting more and more and more intense as he likes is turning the corner and you just it's so easy you just know like there's not going to be anything there the building it up to make it think like there's something going to be there and there's not going to be anything there not the first and, time he goes down there it's, it's obviously not going to happen i i yeah. almost sometimes think that a movie script especially for a horror movie could kind of should kind of play against what the audience expects like the audience knows yeah. nothing's ever going to happen at this point in the movie so maybe do have something happen like do something crazy at that moment <laughs> because we're never going to yeah. expect it at that point yeah uh, and the, this is like this is kind of stupid but like the uh the hot water scenes where she's in the shower and then she has to go down turn the pilot light on because the water turns cold like <laughs> it really bothered me that she was just like going down uh to this you know very cold basement and just like a towel and i don't think she was wearing any like anything on her feet like no, slippers feet, or yeah, no. I, I thought that was weird as well I, I i'd yeah. be at least putting on shoes to go down there if nothing else yeah yeah that yeah. like boggled my, my mind as well. uh, but no <laughs> we, we, we have to have the mom going through naked to the house to tempt the son yeah. for the incest plot that we never got to <laughs> that's what i'm saying uh <laughs> the and i don't know those turning the pilot light on like I think it was only like two or three times it happened, but it felt like it kept going on and on and on to the point where I'm like, they're going back down and turn the pilot light on again. Well, it's because every time it happened, it took like four attempts to to do it. Like they kept going through like multiple matches, trying to like do the whole thing. Uh, Also, it's an alien thing. I mean, I've never been in a place where you have to actually light the pilot light like this. This is yeah, me neither. uh, My 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 water heater is a bit more advanced. (laughs) Doesn't need the the manual. (laughs) Yeah. Just, just flip a switch, it just goes on. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. Uh, newfangled technology. Maybe it's an old house. Maybe that's the, what they're saying to us. She's got an old camera that needs photos developed in 2018. And what boggles my mind as well is that it's not even like it's set in the past because they, there's like smartphones constantly. Like he, you know, there's a big plot point where he loses his phone for like days and then she finds it next to the furnace and then thinks he's been up to no good. Yeah. Because <laughs> because he, he's messing with her because he's, he's upset that he's he's here and not at school because he loves yeah. school. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really 
it really feels underdeveloped. It feels like they didn't really know what they wanted to do specifically with the movie. They just wanted to have a creepy movie, so they, did, they just had a lot of different ideas. And I don't, I don't mind the somber drama tone that it, that has for the most part. That I think mm-hmm. that can be fine for a horror movie, mm. but it, it it just it struggles from actually having something to say or do. This is a let's take a Netflix original, right? Like they got this movie first. I think. I think they. I think it was already made by a production company, and then they bought it. So it wasn't like they. Okay. A, a, a lot of their movies uh, are like that, actually, where they'll like they sort of buy. Like, they'll, they'll, they go to the festivals and they see the new movie. And like, oh, we'll buy a couple of these. And so it's not re- okay. So so not like a uh, a Netflix original, but exclusively on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for okay. all intents and purposes, it's an original, just because yeah, they, yeah. they own the rights to it. Now. Just uh, the only reason why I'm bringing it up because I'm. It's just because I'm like Netflix. What are you doing, man? Like you got, like you, you had some like hits uh, last year, but hey, uh, Babysitter was. Yeah, ba- Babysitter was good. I love Gerald's Game. That was like one of my favorite of the year. And uh, but yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know. Like, was it was the most recent ones like Bright? Yeah, and yeah. This. yeah, Bright Bright was rough. <laughs> they have a lot of good content, no? And they've got the new Duncan Jones movie next month, which I am greatly looking forward to. Oh, uh, was that Mute? Or... Yeah, from the director of Moon and uh, Source Code. Uh, and Warcraft. Uh, uh, we, don't, we don't mention... Tim, we don't talk about Warcraft on, on this channel, right? No Warcraft talk. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I, I I haven't heard much about the movie, but uh, it does... Uh, the little I'll, bit I've heard does sound exciting. So I love that, though. I love that it's this low-budget sci-fi, because that's, that's what he does well, like... I was so disappointed when he, he, they announced he was doing Warcraft. I'm like, okay, this is going to be three years. It ended up being like four or five years of him Oof. focusing on this movie that I don't care about. It turned out to be a rough thing that was a lot of studio yeah. meddling and, like, no, I don't know, it doesn't seem like most people liked it. <laughs> I mean, I, I have no interest in ever seeing Warcraft. And it's a shame because I really like Duncan Jones. So I am so glad that he's got this little sci-fi yeah. movie on Netflix next month. I'm, I'm looking like, forward to it. It's like World of Warcraft. Is that like one of the like biggest video game things out there? Cause oh I, yeah, I, I mean maybe not as much as it was, but yeah, that is definitely yeah. for a long time it was. Just because I know, you know, obviously, you know, we like video games, and I know a lot of people that play video games. I don't know anyone that plays it. Oh, I do. Well, not anymore, but I knew people. At its height, I knew a few people who yeah. were into it. Yeah. I've just never been into yeah. MMOs, so it never appealed to me. In, yeah, and then. Yeah, I'm not a big, great big fan either. I like multiplayer games typically. Co-op can be fun, but I, mm. I'm not a competitive multiplayer person or MMO yeah. or I'm um, yawning just thinking about it. Like, <laughs> hear, hear that. So, uh, but no, uh, anything else about Open House, Timmy, that we want to, want to talk about? Because uh, I, I think I want to reiterate, is I think the, the, the two main ca- actors are good. Mm-hmm. It's technically kind of fine in the sense that it looks professional, even if the direction is not particularly great. Yeah. Um, yeah again it's just it's fine it's you know i I think it's super bland and generic but you know it's it's stupid and contrived at times as well i think you know the stuff with the photos the stuff you know both with the the camera and developing the photo and also she just happens to look at them at this moment and not like immediately when she's out the house and she'd be safe to call the police and say hey someone was in the house taking these like but I think though, but I mean, you know, it's on Netflix. Everyone has Netflix, so you know, it's you know, you're not like paying money for it. And if you 
you know, if you like those kind of standard thrillers or whatever, sure, like throw it on. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to, it made me a little angry, but I think most people probably wouldn't make too angry. Um, but I just thought people. That's the thing, though. I think it's the opposite. I think a lot of people are going to be more, way more angrier than we are. I think we have an ace uh, barometer because we've seen much worse. Whereas a lot of people are just hating this because they think it's terrible and they think uh, they're just mad that there was no answers to anything. And I'm like, the answers isn't my problem. My problem is just kind of how generic and bland yeah. it is. And whatnot. I'm interested in like who these people are and what other movies they've seen because it, it seems like kind of a. A, a big stretch that yeah going on and calling this the worst movie ever and it because uh, again like it's we've seen so much worse uh, so much yeah. worse like you go watch bye bye man and you come back and tell me that this is <laughs> this is the worst thing you've seen all right i think i think we'll rate the movie then tim what would you give open okay. house uh out of out of 10 out of uh, 10 me laddie <laughs> uh it, it, it's kind of hard because again like you know since there isn't really like you know huge technical flaws or or whatever like yeah i feel like i can't go super low and give it like a one or something but uh that would be hyperbole to the highest degree yeah so but but i feel like you know even giving it something like a five or like you know even like a four i feel like those are movies that i would enjoy more so i, th- I think we're gonna go like a 3.5 to me that's kind of the like you know, technically, there's you know, nothing super wrong about it, but like it's, it really didn't do much for me, and you know what I mean. Uh, I don't know. It, it it might sound like a little harsh for again, kind of saying that, you know, there's not like we've seen worse, and it's not huge technical flaws. But again, I, I feel like I can't really give it that much more. I I think like a four would be something that I still kind of enjoyed a little more. You know. Uh. Sure, I'm going to an eight out of ten. What? <laughs> oh, I sorry, I meant half that. I'm going to four out of ten. I'm going to four out of ten. Uh, I I think it is kind of it's just in this really mediocre place. I don't think it's quite yeah. in the middle to give it a five, but I think I go with a four. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's the most terrible thing ever, though. I don't think it's laughably bad. It's just really mundane and kind of dull. Uh, yeah, I I feel like I don't know when when I think of like. Uh, I, I mean, different numbers can mean a lot of different things, but like, I, I feel like four, like something like a, a four to me could be like, oh, maybe this was a bad movie, but I had like fun with it, you know? I don't like, feel like there's any fours that I feel that way about. <laughs> I, I feel like I could probably uh, think of some, but uh, I, I feel I, like I, I, I like sixes and up, and then fives, fours, and th- maybe threes. I never like ones and twos. I might like because they're so bad they're funny. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel. I feel like uh, fours and fives, though. I never like those are right in that middle. They're shit and boring kind of, kind of, but not necessarily terrible. Though they're not laughably bad either. Kind of, yeah. kind of realm. But hey, that is that is the open house, uh, and this was an open shut case. Uh, it was it was mediocre to bad, yeah. <laughs> but not the worst thing ever. It's not terrible either. So, uh, yeah. So it's on Netflix, though, so you can go check it out and uh, let us know what you think in the comments. Of course, uh, this one is going straight up for everyone because it's a new release, so uh, no, no need to wait. Uh, coming up this week uh, for the YouTube, the public folk, uh, we have the first Hatchet movie uh, going up during the week, and for the patron early birds, the ones who get the shows a week early for the, the older reviews, you're getting 
no surprises, Hatchet 2. So <laughs> that's what's coming up this week <laughs> from Screams. Uh, of course, if, let us know what you thought of the movies in the comments, like, subscribe, uh, get us on patreon.com slash TV uh, to get access to the early episode uh, and voting rights and other stuff over there. Uh, there'll be a link in the description. Uh, but it's patreon.com slash TV. And uh, I mean, I said that already, but I don't think I did. I, I, I'm hesitant, so I'm just going to say it again. Uh, but that is, uh, that is us. Uh, yeah. Twitter, at mail underscore fuzz, uh, like, subscribe, all the usual jazz, uh, all that stuff. Uh, but that's us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys, and we'll see you next time.